0: Welcome back to another episode for Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. I'm your host, Wes. And today we are joined by a special guest and friend of ours, James.
1: Say hi, James. It's our boy, James, the man behind the camera
2: or the mute button or the... uh, anything you want to call it yeah Yeah, sometimes a soundboard conveniently missing when i'm being talked about (laughs) that is true that is true i do not feel bad about talking shit about you behind
0: your back just
2: (laughs) well at least i'm here to defend myself today good
0: um so the reason we have james on is because james is a what would you what would you call your qualification with (laughs) <laughs> like booze right i I almost called you a mixologist i know
2: like home
0: home bartender
2: something home like bartender. that yeah
0: sure something along those lines and we wanted to do an episode where we talk about like uh cocktails that we really like so each of us have um brought a a recipe for a cocktail and we've made our own cocktails and we're gonna talk about them that's basically it other than that we're just gonna have some drinks and hang out
1: it's just one big uh, happy family hang true uh, um, Wes, what did you bring to the table today, though? Okay, let me get it out of my fridge. And... <laughs> He's a little, looks like a little mini
0: fridge there. Uh, yeah, I have a mini fridge in my office. It's a real problem because I can just reach and grab sodas. I put it in a Yeti. James uh, texted our group chat earlier and had the idea of making batch cocktails, which is a brilliant idea. So now I don't have to get up and mix a new cocktail.
1: Um, I put it in a Yeti because I don't have, like, a pitcher or anything for it. And this is why James gets paid the big bucks.
2: This you're pouring out of the yeti. You're not just drinking out of it. Oh no, I have a rocks glass. This okay.
1: is a Negroni.
0: Oh. Ooh. Um, I'm a big fan of a Negroni. I know a lot of people don't like them because it is extremely bitter. Um, essentially, it's equal parts of um red vermouth and uh or Rossi vermouth, I guess. If you're telling about it. And gin and Campari. Um, yeah, usually it usually has an orange, like orange rind on it, but I couldn't be bothered.
2: He's skimping on the garnish game. Yeah, it's, that's okay. okay. If I skipped on the garnish game for myself as well. So have you have you guys ever had a Negroni before?
1: Uh, I have. I've had an April
2: Spritz. Is that
1: like similar or is it different? Ish. Aperol and Campari are pretty similar, right?
2: Yeah, I think Campari is more bitter still, but, like, uh, the spritz is a little, like, lighter in general. Yeah. I do like a spritz, though. I'm a oh, fan of spritz. And I'm so also refreshing. a fan of Aperol. Mm. Um, yeah,
0: I don't know. I, uh... A spritz is where you just, like, mix it with, like, sparkling wine,
2: right? Yeah, it's normally kind of cut down, like, a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, it's not super spirit-forward necessarily. It's just, like, a, a refreshing beverage on a, on a hot day or, like, before a meal, maybe, or after a meal. I don't know. Oh, like an uh, um an like an aperitif. Yes. yes.
0: Okay, so an aperitif okay.
2: is, bef- uh, It's like, an
0: alcoholic beverage you have before a meal, and a digestif is one that you have after the meal. Oh, um,
1: yeah. Generally, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I am lost in the sauce. I have no idea. We haven't even had so... anything to well, drink yet. We're <laughs> not
2: living the like American, traditional American style of drinking, which is all at once aggressively. <laughs> other countries yeah. have worked it in so they can drink during the day and it's socially acceptable. <laughs> God, I was They're wish. like, ah, oh, it's just before dinner, a little aperitif, you yeah. know? Like, it's great. <laughs> uh,
0: James. Yes. What
2: is your cocktail? I made uh, just this is in one glass because what I didn't the, what the all, what right, all right no. Hear me out. I said bad cocktails. Okay. No one can see this if you're listening. Sorry uh, audio is... exclusive listeners. We don't have a video component yet. Question mark? Yet. Um but uh, I have a giant like a pint beer glass and it's just filled with a cocktail which is <laughs> A gigantic cocktail, it seems like, and it kind of is, but it's three and I'm going to pace myself, (laughs) Um, but it is a Mai Tai, which is pretty. Everyone has probably heard of a Mai Tai or seen a menu with a Mai Tai on it. This is this is the quote unquote, like traditional original recipe. There's a lot of interpretations of the Mai Tai. So, you know, drink whatever you want. This is kind of the the OG version which is it's uh orgeau or it's it's like french or something you can pronounce it a couple different ways how's how it spelled is, is it O R G E A T
1: correct, correct.
2: <laughs> so it's like orgeau <laughs> or orjat or whatever you want to call it it's an almond syrup basically Ooh. uh rum which is uh, typically a Jamaican rum and a um, Agricole rum, which is like a rum that's uh, distilled from sugarcane specifically. Um, and then it's got some lime juice. And I think I think it's generally it unless I'm forgetting something. But yeah, if you want to kind of spice it up, you can kind of like mix different rums in and just keep the ratios the same. And then you add a little little funk to it. That sounds really good.
0: So, yeah. what what is your your you know a lot about rum? I do know that. Um, what is your like go to rum? Like, what rum did you put in that drink? Because I know there's like some fancy rums that you have that I've um, never heard
2: of before. Yeah. But... So I do it like I I drink a lot of rum. I I don't mind just drinking straight rum. So I have some nicer sipping rums. Um, in this specifically, I have uh, Smith and Cross, which is a Jamaican rum. It's an overproof rum, so it's like. Uh 57% <laughs> or God. something like that. They call it was it gunpowder proof or something like that? Good lord. Uh fun little fact that I I read this in a couple of different books and online. Fact check it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, normally James
0: um, does the fact checking, but now he can't.
2: <laughs> well, I've done some fact checking prior, but you know.
0: Whatever. Take Who everything cares? with
2: grain of salt. I'm a man on a podcast. <laughs> anyway, it's called gunpowder proof because that's how they used to test like the strength of your rum on like ships or something before they we had the technology to just like accurately gauge that. So um, if they could like Light the gunpowder after it was hit with the rum, then that means it's above a certain proof. Like wow. they know it will ignite. No. So they would, they would have so like... that. That means they're not like cutting your rum down with water or like, you know, giving you some weak stuff.
0: So they'd essentially have a little pile of gunpowder and they'd pour rum onto it and then yeah. light it. And that's how you know it's good rum
2: or like strong rum. It's stronger. Yeah. It's like right. a certain, you know, alcohol content to ignite or whatever. But anyway, cool. So yeah, I have Smith and Cross. It's kind of like a, a funky. Tasting Jamaican rum and it's very strong and good. That sounds that sounds
1: like a delicious drink. I'm su- I'm surprised you didn't bring out a uh, it out in one of the fancy mugs.
2: You know, yeah, I was going to drinking mugs. Yeah. yeah, listen, I have tiki mugs. I like tiki mugs. Ah, James, James, I... and I both have
1: some tiki mugs. Oh James got God. me introduced in the tiki
2: mug game, and then, honestly, James, it's pretty great. You, honestly,
1: you go. I mean, not oh, uh, Wes. <laughs> Honestly, what? yeah, fire. first, you're like, oh, "I don't know about it, but then you start looking, and then once you realize it's a piece of artwork more than anything, that's when they rope you in, and that's where you get At guys Apple can get me.
0: I want to put a pin in this conversation because I want <laughs> to talk about cups more because I have some cool cup things to talk about. Oh, absolutely. But first, uh Bailey hasn't drank anything yet because we haven't talked about his drink, so that's we don't know what this true. what his drink is.
2: What's going on? okay, Bailey,
1: so you oh, guys. Yeah. You guys went cocktails. They sound delicious. Um you guys kind of break I've been up the s- Coors Light. <laughs>
2: <Just stop> <laughs> <up>.
1: <laughs> have you guys heard of the White Claw Mango? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my God. no. Um, Actually, I've been saving this. Uh, uh I went and got this at Horrocks with you, James. Uh-huh. We have the banana bread beer. Mm. Uh well, it's blended into your background and it's no, all. okay. There, there it is. is. Banana, Banana bread beer. beer. I, I the only reason I went with this over a cocktail is because it's co- it's weird. It's different. And yeah. I don't know. I felt like I wanted to do like a live review on the podcast. Okay. So yeah. we're gonna crack it. Your micro on my end, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. Does it that's smell what like- it smell like. Do you have that yeah, on your thumb It version? smells like a light beer. I'm gonna be honest. Does it smell like off banana? Off the smell, I'm not getting any banana smell. So give it a taste, or, though. All what's right. the
0: what's the percentage on it? Uh, like, I don't know, five five four,
1: percent, I think. Five Something percent Let's
0: like yeah. yeah. see what the IBU is. Five
1: point two percent IBU is.
2: I just have the IBU on there.
1: You suck my shoe. Um. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Okay.
1: Fine. That's <laughs> that's a measure <laughs> for people who don't know now. IBU. Oh is yeah, a measure. yeah yeah. IB. Uh. Well, they have EBU. But that's twenty two point five. Okay, that's probably
0: the same. Yeah. Uh, IBU is a measure of how bitter, isn't it? Uh, like the beer is right. Is it, yeah. It's
2: not like imperial bitterness units or something. Some, something something close like to that.
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, the, like the higher it is, the more bitter the beer is. So like yeah. IPAs have like a forty,
1: but like Miller Light would have like two. The more I'm smelling, the more I'm smelling like a uh, banana laffy taffy flavor. By the way. Oh boy! But Uh-oh. I go back and forth on that flavor. Give it cheers. a little, a little sippy sip. But cheers. And This is pretty good. It tastes mm-hmm. like a really? it's banana bread. You kind of get like a, um, you kind of taste, you kind of get like the artificial banana flavor with a little hint of, in my, I'm getting like a little hint of nut, like a walnut Ooh. in a sense to it. A hint <laughs> <of> <laughs> <nuts>. And um, <laughs> But no, this is actually pretty good. This is actually a really good beer. It's from Eagle Brewery but uh yeah very cool with james uh, and i went to horrocks and i also got a uh um a churro beer i'm gonna have to try soon Ooh. oh yeah let us one. know when you crack that open well, um let's see if i finish this one I wanna, and then, uh we'll hop another, on one next about we'll that another fancy thing I bottle wanted. of wine you bought <laughs> I, I almost did pull out the wine that might be the next <laughs> one i do
0: i have a weird bottle of wine in my fridge we can talk about if you'd like i got um, australian wine Ooh, very cool I wanna go back to talking about cups real
1: quick. Let's talk about yes,
0: cups. So, first of all, this cup that I'm drinking out of, I don't know if you, you guys probably can't see it, but it's, I, uh, yeah. I got this, shout out my cousin Olivia, got me this cup uh, what up, Olivia? For, for Christmas, and it's laser etched uh, mm-hmm. with my name, and it says Wesley's Distilled Spirits, and it has this Ooh. cool monogram on the front, it's textured, it's got these cool bumps on the bottom. Very cool. Um, and that's Wait, how you opened up. your Wesley, new
2: distillery.
1: That's your, West isn't your name? No, it's <laughs> half oh, of my name. My name's Wesley. Oh. Dude,
0: what? Wait, sorry. We learn
1: something every new, every day. I exposed. Exposed. I'm kidding. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> almost... Okay. Was it, was, say, it, was like, it was a bit. <laughs> <No> it was <laughs> <Okay>. a bit. It was a bit.
0: It's fine. I figured it was. Um, the other thing is there is a, there's a type of bourbon that I really like. I'm a big bourbon guy. Uh, my favorite bourbon is called Blade & Bow, um, and they just started selling it in Michigan about two weeks ago.
1: Ooh, uh, it got through uh, the Michigan very, restrictions. Yes, <laughs> it,
0: it Very excited. It has like a – and every bottle has a key that's attached to the bottle, right? Uh, like, like a gold key that hangs on a string around the neck of the bottle. It's very okay, cool. Sure, sure. And – I went, I visited the distillery in Kentucky, and this is how I found out about this bourbon. um, And when I started buying bottles of it, this was like a year and a half ago. So, I've, over the course of a year and a half, I've bought six bottles of this because I have six keys. Each key has a number on it, right? And there's five different ones. And if you get all five of them, you can uh, send a picture and like prove that you have all five of these keys. You can send it into the distillery, and they will make you a t- solid 24-karat gold mint julep cup with your name engraved in it. What? And I went and visited... I know, right? It's pretty crazy. I went and visited my mom uh, over this, this past weekend and uh, went to a local liquor store, and they had bottles of it. So Heather and I are sitting there pulling bottles off of the shelf looking for the key I need, and I now have all of the keys necessary to get myself oh. a pill. 24 karat gold mint julep cup with my name engraved on it i'm very what? excited about it that's a cool. picture earlier today it'll be the only thing i ever drink out of for the rest of my life <laughs> dude
1: that that's gonna be super cool that's gonna be, it'll really
0: be neat. Cool. i i thought i thought i don't know we talked about cups i thought that was kind of a cool thing so like i'm sort of yeah. in this same cup world as you guys but like i don't
1: you know <laughs> no james I'm james and james is in the the tiki mug far more deep than i am but yeah james, james has some cool ones he has this really cool seal one i got a, uh i got this barrel that has like fish netting around it with like barnacles and like maybe and uh some sea critters on it but then i also have this pirate one that's like blue mm. and that one's really cool it's like a flying dutchman in a sense hey you guys keep talking let me grab it real quick okay. <laughs> um well, Bailey will want to be part of this conversation
0: too, but we can start the conversation. Okay. Uh, he mentioned Horox earlier. Oh, you guys, you guys went to Horox in the past. We've talked on the show about what Horox is—super mm-hmm. duper cool grocery store—and Bailey talked about that
1: doesn't even look like a mug he's showing the mug in the camera yeah that's what i'm <laughs> that saying <literally> like <laughs> it, it turns into an art piece that's what's like super cool yeah, yeah that it, doesn't look like a. but mug, this man. one's like the barrel and a...
2: hey that's, that's got cool. a hole in it and you can put a straw in it and drink out of it that's a mug man that's, that's a mug. true
1: hmm. but they're like all ceramic, ceramic and super nice
2: yeah it's very cool they look they look neat
0: and i would definitely buy something like that i'm gonna make myself a mug out of lego um <laughs> i have a lot of <laughs> extra kind of cool Legos. they have watertight legos but... Yeah, dude, they click together. They're their watertight. Dude, they mm. click. Crazy, they click? right? I love Legos. <laughs> Anyways,
1: we're getting way, way, way sidetracked. Torox. Um, Honestly, H-Rock, yes. There is no sidetrack
2: on the Mixology podcast. It that is, is open. That's true. That's This is one of our podcasts. This is a whole new podcast. Well, now. this is no, this to be a monthly segment. Yeah. This <laughs> is going to be a monthly <laughs> segment.
0: We're going <laughs> to do this once a month. We're okay. going to all sit down and just kind of hang out. Yeah. Um, Have a talk. You went to Horrocks earlier. I did. And. You got Thai food at Horax, which we talked about on the show previously when I wasn't there. Yes, <laughs> well, yes you weren't. You weren't there. True. Um, but I want to hear straight from the horse's mouth about this, like Thai restaurant, because you've been there like twice. Right. Like you got. So, OK, let me back up. Last time you went, you got Thai food and they verbally told you, like, <laughs> hey, this is going to be spicy as hell. And what what was what did you order last time? Like a three?
2: Yeah. All right. So what happened was yeah. Bailey's like, do you want to go to Horox? This magical grocery store slash farmers market slash tractor supply company <laughs> store that Tractor exists? supply. There's one in one in Lansing. We went there, and he's like, hey, there's this Thai food truck that is uh, outside there, and I'm like, okay, well that sounds good. You know, I like Thai food. He's like, I got to get this pad Thai. I heard it was really good. I'm like, okay. and we go there. You
0: you sent me a picture of
2: it earlier. It looked Uh,
0: really, really good.
2: So good. I still have some when I'm, you know, like halfway into this drink. I'm probably going to be (laughs) eating it. Like, we'll see what happens. (laughs) That's fair. Anyway, we go up there and I'm like, I go up to the, the truck and I look over and it's it's got one through eight spice levels with like little satchels. Of the spices that are going into it, like by each number, and I'm like, okay, this this is a food. Well, a, it's a food truck. B, like it's definitely like authentic cuisine. So mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm not just gonna walk up to the docks and be like, yeah, I'll have eight.
0: Sure, you know, just I have go some, balls to the wall immediately.
2: I have some instinct to, to you know, so, some self preservation in mind. <laughs> right, right. So I'm like, but I do like spicy food. You do. You, and you talk about hot sauce a lot. I like trying a bunch of hot sauces. They're great. You can really, you know, if you get a bland meal, just fix it, just put hot sauce on it. I agree, I
0: agree. We can talk about hot sauce in a minute, but.
2: <laughs> um, but anyway, so I go with three when I'm with Bailey first time, and that three was comfortable. Um, I could have used personally like a little more spice just as like a daily driver, which brings me to today. Uh, so I went again uh not with Bailey this time but with one of our other friends and i'm like after i went in bailey i i told myself i was like well i got work my way up the scale they have eight distinct levels, <laughs> levels of, of spice, spice. How you got to get you got to get to 8 wonder eventually. what the top of the mountain looks like you know sure uh so i went to 5 today i was like you know i could go one at a time that sounds like a lot of trips you know we'll do two at a time maybe <laughs> um sure. and then i had it today and uh Actually, the our friend John, who I went with, made a good point that I, I don't actually know if they're adding more like distinct spices on these levels or just more of the same spices. I would imagine it's more
0: of the same. Yeah, they probably have. They, so typically, like when you go to a thing like that, they have a flavor profile for the dish that they stick with. Mm. And then it's, it's the same as like if you're cooking at home and somebody doesn't like spicy food, you back off of the red pepper flakes. Or you add more if you want more. That would be, you know, I mean, my Heather is super sensitive to spice, so I can't use (laughs) red pepper flakes in anything. So I'll like serve hers up and then put red pepper flakes in mine and eat it. Okay. So Yeah. But that's a little different.
2: Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of like once he said that, it made sense. I had five. Five (laughs) was definitely warmer. That five, I would say, would be like my go to. Like I like okay. that is spicy enough where I would like to order that regularly and sit down and eat it.
0: If you had to like compare that level of heat to a regular hot sauce, what would you sort
2: of compare <laughs> the heat level to? Well, you can ask Bailey, like, but no one will listen to me if I tell them how hot or not hot a hot sauce is.
0: <laughs> right, because you are notorious for oh, that's not that hot, and it'll like melt your mouth. I
2: right? mean, like we, we
0: talked, we we were texting about about peppers after our uh our our. our one of our episodes where we talked about spicy peppers. Um, and you were like talking about how much you love habaneros and everything. Yes. And, yeah.
2: Habaneros are the best pepper. Now that I can I, say that on this podcast, let yeah, it be known, don't listen yourself. to Wes. He's lying. I'm not lying. One <laughs> of us is a
0: professional chef and it's not James. <laughs>
2: that, all right. That much. I'm is also,
0: true. <laughs> I'm also a bit of a baby when it comes to spice.
2: So, um, but anyway, yeah, so I had five, five was very good for me. Um, it was like i i would say like a slightly above slightly above average hot sauce maybe and maybe it's just because i had the dish before but i could tell it was hotter but it wasn't it, it wasn't it didn't, almost didn't even seem as hot as the last one because i went from like not knowing what the spices were going to be at all to having them again but sure, you were you probably were higher that. quantities yeah um so I'm I am wondering, I am gonna keep working my way up. I think what's probably gonna happen is I'm gonna go up there. Oh, I'll I'll let you know too. It wasn't the same person that served us last time, but she she was also in the truck. But the guy who was like at the register, I, I say five, and he's like, You know that's like very spicy, right? And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. I, I have three. I did three last time. I'm I'm just working my way up. And he's like, no, nah, okay. It is <laughs> well,
1: this- Oh, go ahead, Bailey. Well, didn't didn't they say when you ordered the three last time? Weren't they like this is like American extra hot?
2: Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> they said like for for like Americans, that's like the equivalent of like very hot or like extra hot or something. I'm like, that's okay. I'll you know I'll, I'll try it. <laughs> so
1: since so since you're on the theme of skipping, well, you skip to three, then you go then you jump forward, go right to five. What are we hitting next?
2: Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. Uh, John made a good point. Maybe maybe I don't skip three steps and just go to the top. Maybe I get like one like penultimate, you know, uh, the meal or spice level. Sure. And then like I'll, it'll be a separate occasion where I come back for, for eight and then they may, <laughs> make me sign a waiver or something. I don't know what happens. <laughs> read, but... <laughs> it's
1: never been done.
0: It's never been done. I actually have something spicy sitting right next to me that I kind of wanted to talk about real quick because I keep Ooh. looking at it. I have this bag of Goldfish, and they're Frank's Red Hot flavor.
1: Ooh, put that goldfish. shit on everything!
0: Put that shit on everything. <laughs> I love Frank's Red Hot. It is
2: uh, one. It's probably my favorite hot sauce, honestly. Frank's um, Red Hot or Tabasco, because I feel like those are Tabasco's the two mine. that are going to be head to head most I don't,
0: often. I don't like Tabasco. Okay. Really? I like the. I love I like Tabasco. The I like the green
1: Tabasco. I've never had ooh. green. I've only done the classic, and I think I think Tabasco is a superior hot sauce, in my opinion. Like, ooh. Sure. like I, I disagree. I, I don't know. It, it gives a, a scene. I like it more because it gives more of a kick than Red Hot, because Red Hot is like. It's um it's more vinegar. Yes, light. it
0: is. And I that's love why, Red that's, Hot. So. That's why I don't like it. It's because I think it's too mm-hmm. much vinegar. Mm-hmm. I did also grow up. In a Frank's Red Hot household.
2: In a vinegarless household. A vinegarless
0: household with no vinegar.
2: We don't believe in I it. I can
0: see. We don't believe in it.
2: It's a cleaner nope. and not a
1: food. That's it. <laughs> so, so, right. so, do you not, if you, all right, you're at the county fair. Sure. You get a bucket of fries. You're not putting malt vinegar on that? Oh, I'm putting malt vinegar on the fries. Okay. absolutely. Okay. I so respect good. it. I respect it. It's the best it. thing you can put on fries. Oh, malt vinegar so good. and so good. Uh, like crunchy sea salt. Those salt and vinegar, videos. best chip flavor. I'm telling Yo, you, Yo, where's Lays at? What that?
2: if we did Frank's Red Hot salt and vinegar chips? What, combine it all together? Yeah. Like, there's salt and vinegar chips, and then also, like, Frank's Red Hot on top of it. Boom.
1: GM. uh, That would GM. hit me up, <laughs> actually. I'm for well, higher. They and do that mess. summer competition every year, because my dad actually works for Oh, Lays. oh yeah. And then yeah, they do that them them summer hard. competition where you submit, like, a flavor, and, like, four flavors get picked. Yeah. And then, like, they... They get in production for limited limited time I believe and yeah. uh boys we're, we're going to start a cult and we're just going <laughs> to flood their emails with frank's <laughs> red hot and salt and vinegar
2: everyone who listens to the show weaponize your email and send all... the same recipe to lays
0: <laughs> yeah all all both of you
2: yeah <laughs> i think my favorite that came out of that Competition. I don't. Probably many years ago now. Biscuits and gravy. Chips, that was good. that worked. The biscuits and gravy so one was That really well. worked so well.
0: So, good. so did the uh, the chicken and waffle one was really good too. That was good. That too. I remember. Awesome, I remember really good. liking the chicken and waffle one.
1: Um, I love biscuits and gravy. I
0: mean, <laughs> <so> you... <laughs> I, made, I made biscuits and gravy for dinner last week,
1: dude. So good. Uh, it, it's it's a good, <laughs> such a good food. Every time. Dude, uh James and I go to this. We haven't gone recently.
2: Which we, we are due to yeah, we are actually. D- we... Last time I uh, went I, it was like th- at six o'clock in the morning during a snowstorm.
0: Are you gonna talk about that restaurant that's connected to a
1: gas station? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's, okay. They it's have amazing. such good biscuits and gravy. <laughs> and and they've only had what three or four semis to drive through the thing.
2: It's not. I don't know if it was a semi, but they have had a car run through the restaurant. I think what? three times now. What yeah. the, are you kidding and, me? Three times? All right. It It is like a jumbo. Like it's a gas station, but there's also like a full restaurant and then like a oh, yeah. store and stuff. It's like
0: it's built in the style of like a Swiss chateau. It's this huge, like <laughs> it's like a market looking it's actually building. a cool yeah. building. It is cool. Um, it's the weirdest looking gas station I've ever seen. I've only been. to. I went to that restaurant once like <laughs> a decade ago, and I don't well, remember so, it at all. They have
2: a bar now, though. Or, a bar? Well, I don't know if it, you could call it a bar. They serve drink like they have a stocked bar, not necessarily like a bar that you sit up at the counter at, and they're like slinging drinks back and forth.
0: But. Sure. They'll, they'll give you your your bud heavy. It went from like bottle.
2: family restaurant. And you go there at eight o'clock in the morning and there's like all these like farmers that were out like tilling. The yeah, that's how I remember stuff. it. And now it's the same, but also they serve booze. <laughs> that sounds cool. Mm-hmm. When,
0: when I went, I remember it being very similar to like a Bob Evans. It's that sort of vibe. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah, but your now,
2: country, you know, getting up early, getting breakfast classic, kind of thing. They Americana do dinner, but no one knows menus. what they serve for dinner because you only go there for breakfast.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've ever met anybody who's gone there for anything but breakfast.
2: I mean, probably I like more than a decade ago, I've been there for dinner. I no time recently I've ever gone <laughs> for dinner. <laughs> no, of course not. Why would you? They got good breakfast. You don't need um, to go for dinner. You guys know the... It's called Double Deuces now. It used to be called (laughs) Stage Stop, which was another very old, like super country, like old dudes with huge beards just smoking at like five o'clock in the morning before they go hunting or something.
0: I remember that place.
2: Anyway, it's an ice cream place now, more or less.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was before too.
2: They their breakfast. I'm gonna like maybe I'll get lit up. Someone's going to someone who loves Stage Stop or Double Deuces, as it's now known, is really going to flame me. All the Stockbridge, Michigan
0: locals are going to get (laughs) you.
2: Yeah, their breakfast, not great. Not going to lie. Their biscuits and gravy are like the best biscuits and gravy bar none. They're so good.
0: Next time I go home, I'll have to go there for biscuits and gravy because I was looking for a place to go for breakfast this morning uh, (laughs) before I came back to, you know, my apartment and. Yeah. Couldn't think of anything good.
2: Just, so uh, just yeah, get nothing <laughs> except the biscuits and gravy. You will not be disappointed. They're so good. They're breakfast. I, you can go somewhere else if you want like eggs or hash browns or whatever. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> Speaking of breakfast, how do you guys feel about uh, McDonald's hot cake breakfast?
0: The pancake breakfast. They the do, big, they
1: do the like big a, boy. What's it big called? Big boy? The, the boy.
0: <laughs> it's like the big plate breakfast or something. They have oh, like, I like used to always pancakes, that. pancakes and scrambled eggs and sausage or something or bacon. I either don't think
2: one. I've actually had something from McDonald's in the, at least the last five years, but I do recall wow. many many happy occasions as a child getting a hot cakes breakfast or. <laughs> Whatever the egg one was, I don't think they had, like, a fancy name for it. It was just, like, the well, eggs, just, like the scrambled eggs and, and Yeah, sausage. and, like, a biscuit yeah. or something like that.
0: For sure. I think I think the idea of going through a drive-thru and getting pancakes is so fucking insane. Like, I can't imagine. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, like, oh, yeah, I got a big road trip ahead of me. I got to fuel up before the trip. Yeah, I'll have pancakes. And you're trying to eat pancakes while you drive. That is, <laughs> like... That's the antithesis of a drive through to me.
2: That's a good point. I I have never thought of a scenario where I would order any of the like plated, quote unquote, plated like breakfasts from McDonald's while I'm on the go, which is exclusively the purpose of fast food. Really? Another. Like, good if you want to sit this... down, you can go to a restaurant. But if you want to be moving, you go and get fast food. But pancakes yeah. aren't really conducive no, to not. that, are they? <laughs> neither.
0: Neither is the Wendy's baked potato. It is <laughs> so. Uh, baked potatoes which... suck. You're an idiot. Baked potatoes rule. Uh, Non. Yeah. Season it right.
2: And like, they're all like bacon and cheese and whatever you want. No matter. Loaded baked potatoes. You you always run
1: out of toppings and you're left with a dry ass potato. Well, if it's dry, that's that's their fault. Yeah. Yeah. Put butter on it. Dude, you put the butter, you put the toppings, the things just suck. Okay. (laughs) I would, there's way better forms of potato that I would rather consume. If, all right, like, again, well, it's bottom tier, it's bottom tier potato.
2: I agree with you. If I have the choice between like loaded baked potato or loaded mashed potatoes, I would probably just have a mash to be honest, because it's fair. easier to like incorporate it all. But I'm not that's not a slight against the baked potato, though. There's something right. about having a whole ass potato. Just split, split open, just like yeah. pouring over of toppings on your plate. Like It that's looks nice, nice, and it's satisfying.
1: Yeah, it I, looks appealing. It's just, I don't know. It's. I think
0: that a baked potato is definitely not the best way to have a potato, but that does not make it bad, because any way that you make a potato is delicious. What's the best way to have a
1: potato? Mm. Bailey, what's the best way to have a potato? That's a good question, James. The best way to have a potato is french fries uh, i don't know it, it, it's so simple it's like it's just the perfect potato it's it the way sense. it's perfect it, it it's convenient what um what fried style? food always tastes great even though it's not great but like the fried
2: um we talking like crinkle cut or like season oh, like curly ooh, or what yeah.
1: now we're going down a deep rabbit hole crinkle <laughs> cuts probably <laughs> okay. the worst cut of fry um I, I honestly, nah. I think I agree with that. I think steak fries are the worst. I think the steaks are one. the second worst. I think steak I, fries I don't like a big fat fry. Mm. I like, uh, dude, I like, I think McDonald's has done it so perfect. Like the style really, of a McDonald's yeah. fry is like, shoestring. Yeah. Like I like a thin, lengthy, Potato uh, fry. I
2: feel like McDonald's is almost on its own platform because when I think of like shoestring fries, I think of like steak and shake. Like, oh my gosh. yeah, like you pick true. up like 60 that's of them and right. it still fits in your hand because See, I don't so like dry. absolutely
1: right. I, I don't, don't like that. I don't like that. Don't that's like what that. I want out of a
0: French fry. I want like a bunch of super thin, super crispy fries. That's what I want. I don't like the fat ones. McDonald's, you're right, McDonald's is kind of in their own lane, but that's the case with everything that they do because all of it... McDonald's has this thing going where you take a bite of anything from the menu and you're like, that is distinctly like McDonald's. You can tell it's from McDonald's. It's got this this, like, manufactured, scientifically calculated flavor.
2: (laughs) You will enjoy this because we did the work to figure out why (laughs) you enjoy it. (laughs) Science Science. says that you'll like this. Yeah. Um, I like, I'm a fan of fries that have the skin on, or, like, bits of skin on it. Like, the extra, like, texture, and I kind of like what that does for it. I don't like them to be all super uniform and like, the same... I kind of like the 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 rustic french fries if you will. Uh
1: I don't know because uh, like yeah, the baked I potato it's like I don't like skin in my po- baked potato or like that's a r- another knock on baked potato I don't like the skin <laughs> or I don't, like just sounds mashed like <laughs> <laughs> I don't like like mashed do potatoes potatoes
2: in general. I don't like mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I don't like mashed potatoes with like red skin in them. Like, I'm not a huge fan of that either. I like it nice, creamy, like instant, honestly, instant mashed potatoes is like the (laughs) perfect mashed potato.
0: Instant potatoes rule. That's like when I make potatoes, I always make instant potatoes because they're just so good, so easy. I like the skin in mashed potatoes and I like skin on a baked potato. I I do not like skin on a French fry. No, I have no idea why that's the case. Mm. But that's just the way my my brain works.
2: Okay, Um,
1: I'm not. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it. But back to. Uh. But the second best fry is a curly fry. anybody was wondering. Curly Curry fries are, are really good.
2: I like curly fries, but once again, out on their own Arby's Arby's. Curly fries oh, are Arby's, like dude. iconic. And as far as frozen fast food, like items at the store, those curly fries, those frozen Arby curly fries are like one to one. You heat them up. Yeah, and it's like really the transfer Arby's.
0: You're absolutely yeah. correct. You are absolutely correct. Another another frozen fast food thing that it's not exactly one-to-one, but it's something that I very much enjoy, frozen White Castle sliders. Oh, okay. I It's a hot take for apparently. I don't know why because um, is it? whatever. <laughs> I love White Castle. I think White Castle is incredible. It is so good. Every single time I go there, I am blown away by how delicious it is. And it's like you get the idea of like – Last time I went to White Castle, I went with our friend Matthew and me and him sat down and we ate 30 burgers between the two of us. <laughs> oh, but <my> God, <laughs> but they're like each burger is like three square inches. They're like so little. It's,
2: it's like practically bite sized but you feel like you'll be judged for calling them bite you like, could, Yeah, you,
0: you, <laughs> you could literally eat them in three bites. They're three yep. bites each. Yeah. so we each ate 15 burgers when we went like they're <laughs> they're just so good there's something so special about that steamed ultra soft uh, burger with like and that's the other thing is there's like the toppings on them are very simple it's like it comes with cheese if you ask but other than that it's just mustard and pickle and onions which I think is the best combination of things to have
1: in a burger as a no <clears throat> We might have already talked about it on the show before, but there's someone—not naming names—there's someone here who's never had White Castle before. Any guesses? You. It's you. <laughs> it, is had, it is me. It is me. It is me. Yeah.
2: I can't believe you haven't gone. I mean, I saw, I I saw I the know.
0: way that James was looking at me when I mentioned White Castle. And I knew that you had
1: never had it. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I just gave a like stare. I don't know. I, I, I guess they're not as—I mean, they're not. I wouldn't say like everywhere there's one in like howell. It, yeah, there is one in howell but that's that's actually even me living on the
0: other side of the state that is still the closest white castle to me is it actually oh it actually is the one the uh, one over by where you guys live uh which isn't even close to you guys and i live I, 20 minutes that. 20 30
2: minutes that's about as close as you yeah can for get me it's to... like a
0: it's like
1: over it's like almost two hours for me to get to the white castle <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not worth it. So
1: but. yeah, you know it does make sense why you guys try to eat thirty of them in one sitting because you
2: never get to be there. Too. You never get now
1: it. the frozen
0: ones aren't quite the same.
2: White Castle makes me think of another topic, kind of like tangentially related. Sure. If you have the option at a restaurant and it's a good restaurant, you know, like both items are going to be good. Do you prefer just a burger or like if they're like we have these? special sliders like are are, are you going to pick if you could get the same thing on a burger or like a set of sliders do you have a preference
0: like toppings wise
2: i i'm saying do you prefer the form of a slider over Ooh. a burger or like if, if it was exactly the same they're like we can give you four mini versions of this burger or just the burger like what would you order
1: i feel like four would probably equal to one so i'd probably go with just the four sliders Depends on the patty. It's a placebo thing, I think. I think it okay. depends on the patty.
0: If it's if it's if they're well, giving me one thick patty, I'd rather have sliders. But if they're giving me several thin patties, I'd rather have the whole burger. Smash burger's the best burger, man. Fully agree. <laughs> Oklahoma onion burger. What's That's
2: that? the way to go. Oklahoma onion burger.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Have you guys never heard of this? No. You take, no. So you do it You do it the same way you do a smash burger. You smash it flat, and then on the, the raw side while the bottom is cooking, uh-huh. um, you take a bunch of onions and you slap it on top of the meat. So then when you flip it, the onions go down with the meat on top of them. So the Ooh. onions are griddling while the meat is, yeah. is griddling also. Dude, and then you have these grilled onions that are cooked into the patty. Oh, my God. It's good. <laughs> That's great.
1: Way to a burger. Yo, where's Matthew when you need him? I know, right? Our Oklahoma, <laughs> our Oklahoma base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
2: Shut up, Matthew. Shut up. Shout,
0: out, shout Matthew. out,
2: Matthew. So you, uh, you both of you would pick sliders over just like the burger of the same thing. If it was a option. thick,
1: if it's a thick patty, then yes, they're more fun. Probably. Only because I it puts that placebo thought into my mind of like, um, I'm getting, getting
2: more. P- even yeah, though it's probably equivalent
1: to one, it's, it's, it's just probably, one of those things. It's I find probably that, more bread. Oh,
2: uh, yeah, yeah,
1: it, it's that's probably it's true. Probably more bread, but patty wise, it's probably equal, close to the same.
2: I just th- think that, like, I don't know. I when I think of sliders, and I know they're like you go to a place, you can get sliders, and that's just what you get. They always just the form factor makes me think they're like an appetizer thing. So it's like if that's like your main course, it doesn't feel like it's like. I don't know. It feels like you're sharing a, a an appetizer with like the whole table. It's just like you get four tiny little things instead of like one thing that's like just for you. I don't know. It's not really a demerit against that. I just think I would take the regular burger for the simplicity of it's all right there. Yeah, you it's deal convenient. With it. The only thing that goes against the burger in my mind is that if it's like some monster of a burger, like you have to, you know, unhinge your jaw like it's what I'm saying to get around it. The sliders yeah. do kind of help with that, I will admit. Um,
0: I think but, yeah. tall burgers uh like it, in that sense that either have uh, an excessive amount of toppings or have like an ultra thick patty, like a like a half pound burger that is too <laughs> much. That is insane to me that it you depends. would want a single half pound patty. <laughs> If you like your burger, like, I mean, so there's a whole thing about, like, how, like, what temperature you should cook a burger, and, like, oh. a lot of people like it medium rare, and if you want to order a burger medium rare, get a thick patty, but you can do, you can still have a delicious, flavorful, juicy burger with, you know, two ounce, when I make smash burgers, two ounce patties. It's an yeah. eighth of a pound. That's all you need do two of those on a, on a bun. I just
2: what think kind that of helps puddle them at restaurants is, like, the size uh, of
0: it. I like a potato roll, personally. Ooh. Yeah, they're very nice. Very, very soft, and they, like, uh, when they get hot, they kind of steam really easily, and they're chewy. Really tasty. Brioche is fine. I feel like brioche is overplayed.
2: <laughs> it is... It, if you go to some place that's about the charge, you... Twenty dollars for a burger, you know it's about to be on brioche. It's always on
1: brioche.
0: <laughs> nine, nine times out of ten, you look at a burger and like pull up, a, pull up the menu for any local restaurant near you that serves burgers, and they'll have brioche as the bun. It's insane. Um, I'm gonna step away for a minute. Okay. So pause the podcast.
2: Pause the podcast. No,
0: we're gonna keep going. You the show
2: go goes on, man. Oh, I am all right. Yeah, Matthew, about get out of here. My Matthew tie.
0: actually did. I know. I finished my first one. Matthew actually did post I in the chat. You my... said the show must go on. So you guys carry on. I'll be back in one second. Okay.
1: Oh, James, dude. Um, did you get any egg rolls? At the... I did
2: get the egg rolls. The egg rolls at that Thai place are very good.
1: <laughs> what did uh What did
2: John get? Anything? Uh, uh John got pad thai. I don't remember. I think he did tofu because he hadn't had tofu in a while or something, um, which is what you got, right? You got tofu? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Uh, uh He got tofu and he got like a spice level two or something. Hmm. <laughs> spice level two? What did I get? One? <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I think you did get one. Yeah, I think
1: I won. One was good.
2: Um, I mean, John's pretty sensitive to spice too. Um, yeah, I'm and really he bad said, with it. <laughs> he said two was like comfortable for him, but he thinks mm-hmm. like going beyond that and like eating a whole thing of it would have been too much for him.
1: We gotta take John to Vegin.
2: We gotta <laughs> expand out his Vegin, uh... who could potentially be uh, do solely to Bailey's love of them. Uh, our, our sponsor, maybe at some point, we love you, Vegin. <coughs> we
1: we do love Vegin. Vegin is the only. Drive through vegan restaurant, hundred percent vegan restaurant outside of California, and it's here in Michigan, which is, is really kind of wild though. Yeah, like you have all I mean the whole country, but like it's just super like I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs> I find it really funny. Do
2: to do have that sort of like credential to your restaurant seems weird to put it in uh lansing lansing east lansing michigan like you think the the restaurant that had that title would be in another big city new york like ann arbor chicago or something like i'm just talking generally because if that's across the country then
1: yeah Yeah, no it's it's definitely i don't know it's definitely one of those they just make everything so good like their cheese their vegan cheese T- this is, this is a, like the only cheese that I have lo- found that I like, and I need to figure out a what cheese it vegan, is. This this a vegan? This is a vegan restaurant. Yeah, we're talking vegin, vegin, sweet vegin. Oh, vegin. Cool. <laughs> they uh, never heard of it. Super good. Only it's the uh, the only drive-through vegan place outside of California, and it's in our uh, in, our capital in, Lansing. Wow, in the in the world or in the country? I, believe. I think I in the
2: country probably country that would probably. make more I mean, sense maybe the world i don't know what other countries are doing i, I just assume I, they're a little farther along with that type of stuff
0: i'd but. be willing to bet that <laughs> india has something yeah that's that's true. that's a huge thing like not not even necessarily veganism but like just, uh vegetarianism in india is like a huge 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 thing i, I, didn't, like. even,
1: I didn't even think of that yeah uh, i was i was yeah. like once you like you said like uh, in the country of the world, I was starting to think of like what other countries seem to have like a vegan-esque front in a sense. And I can't think mm-hmm. of any, to be honest. I mean, India is the first one that jumps into my mind, but that's,
0: they're not necessarily vegan. It's a lot of, because they use ghee. Ghee is in everything. Oh,
2: that's um, ghee. Clarified, clarified, butter, clarified butter, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So if, if you melt, if you melt butter in a pot, you know how it gets that, like that white foam on top. Yeah. You basically skim that off, right? Yeah, that's that's the milk solids separating from the fat um, so you can skim oh. the milk solids off. And that's also the part when you uh, when you like have butter in a pan and it burns and it gets like brown milk mm-hmm. solids are the things that burn.
2: So ah. if, you, if you
0: clarify your butter and then cook with clarified butter, you can cook at a super high heat without burning it, which is
1: hmm. kind of cool. And so all, um, all that all you got to do is just melt the butter and skim the white stuff on top and then yeah, you clarified so- butter. Yeah, yep. same
0: thing. Like if if you're making, if you have like a nice steamed lobster or some crab, uh, oh, or whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, right, bougie. We're getting bougie now. Um, <laughs> you just melt a pot of butter and then skim the white foam off at the top, and then you have clarified butter, and then you dip your stuff in that or <laughs> cook with it. Uh, if you're in, you know, making Indian food, I, I love Indian food. Indian food if might be like. In- Oh, you're missing out. You're missing out. It is. I've only heard good a, things. There are several really good. Uh, the city I live in has a huge Indian population, mm-hmm. and there are several really good Indian restaurants near me. Um, like like authentic Indian restaurants. Um, yeah, I don't know. Every time I go to an Indian restaurant, I always get goat. I have to. <laughs> I love all, goat though. Goat is, is so good. good.
1: I what love are, I love goat, goat cheese. Um, mm-hmm. goat, goat cheese is meat? good. I think go cheese is it has to be up. I know we talked about cheeses before, but like it's definitely up there as like a top cheese. We've ever like dove into the topic of cheese. <laughs> I mean we've
0: what? talked about we've talked about cheese several times, but we've never like really gotten into talking about cheese. We Got don't necessarily into the have to game. Gotten into the cheese game. That's the sort of thing <laughs> that I'd want to do some research on before yeah, I, like, I haven't, really get into no, it. But I, I definitely haven't haven't done my due diligence in the cheese world. All right. Real quick, round robin, best cheese. Ooh. This is what we talked about before. Is what the best cheese is.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs> well, I was, uh,
2: listen, I wasn't here though, so I had to yeah. make True. my case. I don't, I, sure. I, don't even remember what you guys said. So
0: I, I remember because I was making my mom listen to our, our podcast
2: <laughs> over the weekend. Because she, she's like, oh, I couldn't find the time. <laughs> Shout out, mom. You're pretty. I cool. do think that the best cheese. Is hard to determine because they have a lot of different uses and certain True. cheese, despite what they taste like, don't work as well for a certain like function that you need the cheese to do. I Fair. guess that's a weird way of explaining it. Anyway, taste. I'm partial to like a gouda or perhaps a smoked gouda. gouda. I just think that's great that's on like a sandwich. I've had mac and cheese with like smoked gouda. Oh, it's Ooh. it's lovely. It's great.
1: That does sound lovely. I do like I think Pepper Jack or Smoked Gouda is probably one of my favorites on a burger. Pepper Jack is what you said last time when we talked about our favorite cheeses.
0: And I mean,
2: my answer is the same. Fresh mozzarella. Fresh mozzarella. And I think you're probably right. Like there's there's places where I'm not going to use smoked Gouda that I would use mozzarella. It's just like they don't fit all the certain dishes or the type of thing you're trying to do with them all the time. Um, I'm just in general partial to like a Gouda thing. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah. yeah, cool. <laughs> how far a drink a are I'm you? I'm having
1: a staring oh. contest with Wes right now. Our,
0: our, oh. our, I didn't realize we were having a staring contest. Yeah, that's why I won.
1: That's why I won. I'm, I'm, staring I'm staring not even looking at my camera. I'm bad. just looking no, at you on the screen.
0: <laughs> I didn't know you were looking at me because I was oh. also like looking at my screen.
2: The oh. audience can't see this, but I can. I like how your camera focuses it focuses oh, in so that you look like a tomato sometimes. I know <laughs> get it is so it's red. Light.
0: It's the stupid light that I have because it's like <laughs> I don't have a cool ring light like Bailey does or like you do. So I, I have just have like <laughs> I know, but you have like some sort of light. I don't know what your lighting setup is. I just use my regular desk lamp. That's um great. And since I also have a lot of sun coming in through my office window,
2: it has to balance out. It's pro just take the light. That's it's like your lamp, I'm, and put in one of those smart bulbs, and you can make it like a soft white light. Boom.
0: I'm like the same. I'm the same color as my drink.
2: You <laughs> <laughs> How far How is you into your drink
0: run? are you, James? Gone. Um,
2: here's a visual for those who are who there now. There's a lot of crushed oh. ice in this, so instead okay. of being like here, we're like probably here.
1: Ooh. Okay. Ooh. It's
2: gone faster so, than I thought it would. So okay, to be it honest.
0: Looks, it looks like you're a third of the way through, but you're actually two thirds of the way through
2: it does Um, this is three drinks and I'm starting to question whether or not I should have portioned those out and then refilled versus putting them in one glass no because now you can finish that and then refill that oh OK, yes.
0: <laughs> we're going to keep hanging out after this recording is going to be podcast. like a
2: three hour uh, <laughs> uh, podcast <laughs> and it's going to become less coherent than it is now. <laughs> that's
0: the that's the idea. We're already at an hour. I am on my second, uh, my second cocktail. Uh, I did an hour already. In, uh, uh, yeah, about 54 minutes. in.
1: Yeah.
2: OK, I did. Right.
0: Uh, I did drink a White Claw before we started recording, so I got a little bit of a head start. So there are, are no, no laws in play. That's true. That is, that is true. That's true. It was my last White Claw. <laughs> I bought the uh, the White Claws that have like fruit juice in them, that like a new one. Oh. It's, it's a new... Yeah, hold on. Let me dig it out of my recycling bin. I have it. I right
2: here. have had many a White Claw uh, pushed on me by whoever happens to be drinking it. There's it's always so someone good. drinking it wherever you are. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not... I... Uh, There are there are hard seltzers that I enjoy. um, And it's not that I'm against hard seltzers as like a whole thing. I just don't think White Claw is one of the better ones. I agree. I
0: love I love hard seltzers. And I do not think that White Claw is the top of the game. However, this one, the vodka soda with real juice. These are very good. I will say Uh, they cost a bit more than the regular White Claws, but they're worth it.
2: The best. Oh, go ahead go ahead.
0: Were you also gonna say what the best hard seltzer is?
2: I I was I going to put in my opinion. The yeah. I think were, were you all gonna the say page.
0: Topo Chico hard seltzer? Ooh, <laughs> yep. Topo okay. Chico That's hard seltzer is the best. I
2: mm-hmm. have not had a lot of Topo Chico, but I've had. I think I had like a, I don't know, like one one of the tall cans of hmm. the. I think it was just like margarita or like basil. yeah, like it was
0: like the lime. lime or whatever it is. Sure. It
2: was it was fine. Um, I think my favorite readily available seltzer like one that you can find just about wherever you go is those high noon seltzers i don't high know Noon is
0: really these. good yeah, those, those really just good.
2: across the board are better for me i think the flavors more there and it's not like super my my main problem with the seltzer is if it doesn't have enough flavor and it's too bitter from all the um carbonation mm-hmm. um and I think the high noons strike a good balance and they're they're easy to find, too. There's like some we're in Michigan. There's craft seltzers all over the place. Sure. Some of those are good. But what you're likely to find high noons is probably my favorite.
0: High noon is pretty good. I my issue with high noon is the price point because they're considerably more expensive than other than other brands in that that sort of vein. Like truly, this is true, uh, which I also really
1: like. You're paying the premium. Um,
0: you are paying the you're paying for the name is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now you you mentioned the the bitterness thing with a seltzer. That's kind of what makes me like a seltzer. Uh, hence hence your Negroni. Well, yeah, I'm drinking the most bitter. Like a Negroni <laughs> is like the most bitter drink you can drink.
2: Do you like um, sparkling water? Sands any flavor? Just sparkling water. It's just carbonated water. I do see. And I don't like that because all I get is like a bitter carbonation thing, but if gotcha. you like that that makes sense that you have more play with it.
0: Yeah, I'm stuff. I'm a fan. Yeah. I I frequently um not so much anymore, but in the past would frequently drink like plain Perrier. Okay. Like just a regular sparkling no flavor just straight water with fizzies. Um I'm a fan of that. But I don't know. I guess that kind of and infl- that's another thing with me is I, I don't have much of a sweet tooth, so I prefer things that aren't as sweet. I used to work at a, uh, at a bakery where we made pie, uh, like a <laughs> lot of pie. Um, and people would always ask me for my recommendations, and I'd have to tell them, like, oh, I like just plain rhubarb, like rhubarb pie, because it's mm-hmm. sour and not sweet at all, really.
1: I love, rhub- I love rhubarb. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. <clears throat> Is rhubarb like a root? Yeah, it's is a root that what it... It... Yeah.
0: Uh, um...
1: <laughs> well,
0: it's like yeah, celery, it, it, but like it looks like it looks like celery, but it grows like out of the ground. Yeah.
2: It looks like celery.
0: It does. Yeah. yeah. Have you never seen, rhubarb, never seen rhubarb Yeah. I Look mean, up a picture of rhubarb. It's like red. Like, I haven't
2: gone out to fields and grabbed a thing of rhubarb, Let's... but I haven't. Just grab a stalk. What it is? <laughs> grab a
1: stalk. Take a bite. Yeah, it looks like red celery. Now I have no, uh, uh, rhubarb oh, is really to good, like sugar. mix of sugar too. Like if you just it have like sugar and rhubarb, macerate it. Really, mm-hmm. really good. Um, oh, I had something and then I lost it. That's Bar, fine.
2: Pie? Why don't we ever get pie at Follerville Farms? We'll never oh, know. <laughs> that
1: is true. Since we're on the topic of pie, James, you, you found something that I am very intrigued in, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to run over and steal some. Oh. Um. You tapped into the key lime pie world today in a different I form. Did. And yeah. that looked quite oh. scrum diddlyumptious, if I must say, because key lime pie <laughs> is my favorite pie. And James. I don't think there's a better pie. And you found it in Twizzlers. How was it?
2: Honestly, pretty good. I think so. Here's what I think they did. Because it's not a regular Twizzler. It's a Twizzler with like the filling in the middle oh, of the Twizzler,
0: like a sweet Tarts Rope. Yes. yes, which is yes. A so candy.
2: what I think it is is that the green Twizzler is like most of your lime, general lime flavor, but like the key lime that really tart stuff is what the filling is for. Mm. That adds the extra tartness. Honestly, pretty good. I had a, I had one. Now, Wes said he didn't have much of a sweet tooth. I, I do, yeah. and I don't like i don't it, have a sweet it's not tooth i don't have a sweet tooth in the sense that i go out and i'm like i just want a bag of candy and i just want to eat some candy right now but that being said i i do drink rum which is you know Pretty made sweet. from sugar. sugar like compared right. to <laughs> other spirits it is literally distilled from like various forms sure. of sugar so you can make that kind of argument there um <laughs> But I don't like, like, just super insanely decadent, like, sugary stuff. Um, So I had one, and I was like, dang, that was pretty good. But I don't know if I could eat an entire bag of these things. (laughs) Um, But Key Lime, pretty good on the flavor. Not exactly, but pretty good for a Twizzler, you know? Oh, do
0: you guys remember when Extra, the gum company, used yes. to make dessert flavored gums. Yes, yes. And they had yes. I do remember that. They had a key lime gum and it was so goddamn delicious. I really <laughs> I'm going to get on Amazon right now and see if I can buy key.
1: Lime it's, this is like the Neko <laughs> chocolate wafers all over. Again. <laughs> it really is. I do
2: it really remember is. they had like they had like weird stuff like birthday cake and some other random dessert things.
0: The other one that I oh my God, here's a picture with all of them. In it. the other one that I really liked was a strawberry
1: shortcake. Um, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's t- the one that I remember, if anything. Like, I don't really remember the uh, key lime, but I do remember the uh, strawberry oh shortcake. God. This is a blast from the past. There's so many good <laughs> flavors. All right. It looks like we have mint chocolate chip ice cream. There's yep, a strawberry shortcake,
0: that. apple pie, uh, orange cream bar, uh, rainbow sherbet, root beer float, and uh, key lime pie. And I'm going to try to buy some of this. Let's see how much it costs. <laughs> right now. It's on Amazon. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to buy it right now.
1: That's not what I was I looking for. That's health food. Love, yeah. No key lime. I I regret not getting the, those like key lime pies that one time, James. When we were <laughs> at, at Horrocks once again. Horrocks is a gonna be a re- reoccurring thing
2: that happened. Yeah, yeah we, we will shout out, be there. Shout out, I will be uh, eating spicy stuff. Bailey will be eating whatever crazy candy he finds. Let's go to hey y'all. Let's go to Horrocks and make a vlog. You
1: guys, are you just want yeah, to Horrocks
0: right now. <laughs> uh, I don't think, I was <laughs> I don't just think there. any of us should drive. Yeah, I'll go
2: back. <laughs> Who's driving because I'm driving.
0: If you us, guys, guys want to <laughs> come out to the one in Battle Creek, then sure. No, I heard that one's not as good though.
1: Really?
2: They're
0: moving, they're moving to a new building, actually. It's not oh, as good, but they're moving really? to a way, way like they're like tripling the size of the building with this.
2: Oh thing. my god. Is yeah, Lansing never... like the OG Horrocks? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. I believe.
0: Okay. Important just, news. Yeah. Yeah. I can buy a pack of mint chocolate chip flavored gum from extra dessert delights. For fifty-one dollars.
2: Fifty-one dollars.
0: Fifty dollars for a pack of gum. What if I, I just
2: handed it... <laughs> you fifty-one dollar bills, Dude, and you just chewed on is... those for a little bit. <laughs> Probably last year. Okay, too. okay <laughs> that's insane.
0: Here's a sealed. Here's a sealed one for fifteen dollars. Oh. this is on ebay so like the other eBay one unsealed? is not exactly reliable <laughs> no it's
2: it's sealed it's missing one uh, piece that the guy has and then he's right. like yeah i don't really want the rest of it it was so sell it, like it.
1: <laughs> it was 60 but we knocked it down for being for just taking one for us does five gums still exist did people oh like, five gums like, still exists. Five exists. Gum that's like too. my go-to
2: five yeah. five is yeah. I yeah. all right. Experience what? What is their slogan? Experience five gum or something. Something
1: like that. They something like it all burning. like right
0: up on the
2: mic and they're like, "Experience five gum."
0: Yeah, something like that. It's it's insane. <laughs> it's like a designer gum is what the whole marketing is. It's what it seems like to me. Anyway. I just think
2: they have good sized pieces. It's not insanely expensive for like and you can buy those um like triple packs they have like three like packs of gum that you would carry and they're like i don't know 15 16 sticks a piece or something Mm. and it's pretty affordable and the flavors are fine they're not they're not going crazy the flavors aren't going to be like some weird thing but they're it's just good if you want something to chew on
0: right i mean that's the point of gum i eat a lot of gum I love gum. You you eat a
2: lot of gum. You probably I, shouldn't I, eat that
0: much. I, okay, all right, asshole. I experience gum. <laughs> Whatever. I I consume gum <laughs> in, in the intended gum. way. And
2: experience my go-to is
0: gum. that's what it is. Sponsor my meat. go-to is always uh, extra spearmint.
2: Okay, that's a good uh,
0: one. I chew, I chew, on average, probably three or four pieces of gum a day. Oh my! Because God. I, I grind, I grind my teeth a lot. Is it so basically
1: like, a stimulant for you in a sense?
0: It's Whoa. no. It's like it's like because well, you I grind, know I, mean. <laughs> I grind my teeth so much that like to prevent myself from grinding my teeth, I just chew a piece of gum. And our our friend Matthew tells me that that is not really a good way to stop grinding my teeth, but. Yeah, well, that's because they it's better give you a mouth
2: guard at night so you don't. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I I tried that and I ended up chewing on my mouth guard all night and I woke up and my jaw was so sore I could barely talk.
1: Oh, oh my, it's God. rough. Uh,
0: um, Gigi's. Yeah, I have a lot of like I'm tense all the time. Anyway, that's <laughs> a different. This isn't a therapy podcast. I'm talking about gum. I <laughs> I almost exclusively buy spearmint gum. Okay. I really love like that that spearmint, like not spicy mint flavor. I don't know. Something what about was, it is what was
2: the other there's every every gum has spearmint and what was it?
1: Winter Wintergreen
2: is winter Like yeah. what is that? What is that's not, I don't I don't like
1: Wintergreen because it's very similar to like people chewing wintergreen, uh like tobacco. Mm. And I think that's disgusting. So anytime I <laughs> smell it, I, it like throws me in like a loop of like, oh, it smells like grizzly chewing tobacco.
2: Isn't that the big like to me? Isn't the big divide between like spearmint and like peppermint? Aren't those the big ones that are kind yes, of like, you? It's... I, you're, you're either chewing peppermint or you're chewing like a spearmint. thing.
0: That's correct. Okay. Uh, spearmint spearmint is typically like um, sweeter. It has like some almost um, it has like some almost citrusy like thing going on. It's it's a lot more um, there
2: actual sweet. like species of different mint plants. They
0: are. Yes. And then and then peppermint is a lot more abrasive and spicy um, in a mint sort of sense. So what is uh, not winter mint? Wintergreen. That's a good question. That's probably an artificial like, thing. If I had to guess, what kind
2: of like mint is that? Because I don't think that I would, that is a species of mint or anything.
0: I would be willing to bet that. Okay. Also, first of all, James, now that your monitor is on, you are incredibly overexposed, and you look like he's Casper. That's up.
2: that's because I am actively researching.
0: Right. <laughs> Wintergreen is, green like is a group scenes.
2: of aromatic plants, though. <laughs>
0: Okay. I imagine the wintergreen flavor is like halfway between spearmint and peppermint. That would be yeah, my assumption. But that's, I'm not that's entirely assumption. assumption. I don't know. You're you're the one who's that. Googling it and I really have no
2: Wintergreen
0: no berries concept.
2: have been used to make pies. This isn't relevant. This is just stuff. Could you I'm
0: imagine seeing. could you imagine eating a mint pie? Mint I berry pie? honestly uh, hold
1: on. You could do like a mint chocolate t- chip ordeal. Like it could be <laughs> Okay that
2: it, it could have chocolate. like consistency like
1: a key lime, you know what I mean? Like okay, it doesn't have cream
2: pie. Yeah, Bailey wants cream Bailey wants a cream pie. I do love cream like a banana cream pie. <laughs> it reminded me stupid. of that episode of It's Always Sunny when they're talking about cream pies. So good, you guys know I what I'm talking about. We're no, like Charlie I know the show, but... and Charlie and Frank are like. Oh. They're 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 getting into business without us. They're they're starting a cream pie business because they saw stuff in their like browser history. <laughs> <laughs> they're like <laughs> the kid the kids will love our cream pies, and then that Mac show, and Dennis that show are like, is, "What are you talking about?"
1: <laughs> that show is
0: undeniably brilliant. What a Danny great... DeVito, Danny DeVito, <laughs> and, and like, isn't like a large chunk of that show is unscripted too, which is also what makes it so funny. Is it really? Yeah. I I I think think if I remember correctly, a lot of it is unscripted. Mm -hmm. Um, Makes it even better. Yeah, it really does. You guys seen, uh, I think you should leave. On Netflix? We're abandoning food at this point. We're just... No, I haven't seen that. We're still talking about about mint and pies and... Not anymore, we're not. We're talking talking about (laughs) I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. James, have you seen (laughs) I Think You
2: Should Leave? I don't think I've heard about that. James is the TV
1: show connoisseur as well. He He really really is. He's always tapped in. (laughs) James is a real cinephile.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's oh, it's, oh. that's doing me way too many favors. I I would not oh. go so far as to call myself. Oh. that Bailey did something bad. I heard the noise. I What'd smoked do? my tower, my PC tower.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh I thought my chair. you spilt your drink. And I'm I like, oh, my, <laughs> man. no, it's it's gone. It's
2: gone. Maybe I it's should gone. have been drinking beers because I don't have enough self-control oh. to. Oh, and James
1: is about to finish. Might as well chug it off. Let's do the final yeah, race. Sure. You know what
0: you with about? You, James.
2: There's still some stuff in there. I'll oh, swig.
0: James, I'll go with you.
2: Oh, I have a straw, man. All right.
0: Well, mine is mine is uh, equal
1: parts of three different liquors.
2: So, all right, well, Bailey can talk us through it. We are Cheers going so to be right. finishing our drinks, I guess. The
1: plane is about. The plane has touched the tarmac. They are going. They are going. They are going. Wes struggled in the beginning. He's Wes is done. James might have had more than I thought in the cup. To be honest, he definitely and,
2: did. <laughs> it's kind of a lot.
1: Oh, it's so bitter. I'm gonna be I'm gonna honest more. with you. That it is gone. Good job, boys. Good job. Good job, boys. Good job. Good,
0: good, good. Well, now good. I have this. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's the end of my batch. I batched out four drinks. One. Yeah, oh, it's a, it's a it's a boozy episode. Who Next cares? time
2: I make. Th- Three my ties and put them in one glass. I'm probably not going to use an overproof okay. rum. <laughs> you you sent us. You sent us a text about like like I'm going to batch my
0: cocktails to make it easier. And I was like, hey, that's a yeah. really good idea. The first idea that I came up with for batching my cocktails was I'm going to equally measure all of the all of the ingredients for my cocktail and put uh-huh. it into different glasses. So then every time I need a new one, I just grab a glass out of the <laughs> fridge and it's ready to go. And I was thinking about it. I, was I mean, like, that's, that
2: technically works. It's it, really it does stupid. the Same thing.
0: I mean, I have I have a lot of rocks glasses. I have a I have a bar in my uh, a a bar cart like in my living room. Yeah. And I have like probably 20 rocks glasses and like a dozen Collins glasses. And then, you know, 10 shot glasses. You run
2: in the rocks glasses so often just in in a normal person's lifespan because th- those are like gift sets glasses yeah they're they always are. rocks glasses they have like your initials on it or yeah, something mine has my name of that nature yeah. yep. so like even if like you you might go out and you'd be like oh I need some rocks glasses and then someone someone at some point during your life will gift you rocks glasses with that's whatever true. engraving it is to make it I have specific to you <laughs>
0: I have two I have two that are crown royal rocks glasses that came in a crown royal box set that's the best I way have, to do it I have one that came with a bottle of maker's mark. I have one, uh, that I got as a gift that has a drum kit like etched in the side. Cause I, I play the drums. <laughs> okay. Um, I have, I have several, like a couple of them that are from different distilleries. I've been to like, I just accumulate these glasses <laughs> yeah. just from being around.
2: The, and, the uh, lesson to- learned here is to, if you need glasses, Buy Collins glasses or margarita glasses or coupes yes. or whatever you want. Because when you're given a gift, it's probably going to be a rocks glass. <laughs> and
0: to, to be honest, like, I love drinking out of a rocks glass. I'll oh, drink yeah. like iced, iced coffee out of a rocks glass. Yeah, like your old
2: fashioned going. Uh, um,
0: and, yeah. For people who don't know, a rocks glass is like the the short, wide Glass that, like in TV shows, people drink whiskey with ice out of a rocks yep. glass. That's why it's called a rocks glass because you're drinking whiskey on the rocks. Whiskey on mm-hmm. the rocks, which is the best way to enjoy whiskey, Debatable. depending on depending Debatable. on what what you're buying. I mean, whiskey just you know,
1: sucks. Huh, James? All you're, right, you're so all wrong. right, so hold wrong. on a minute.
0: <laughs> Finally, somebody's on my side about this. I'm so
1: glad. You boys, like, I'm not a big liquor drinker, and I've definitely stepped away from the alcohol, like more recently at the alcohol like, lifestyle <laughs> like, like i don't know like, it's i um, never could i never could understand like the people like people like u.s or like even you james like even with your rum like i don't get how someone could just you, sip it you straight like coffee, and it's like
2: right though you like co- oh yeah coffee i like a black iced coffee me too have you always liked coffee or was there a time where you're like yeah i don't really like it and then like you kind of got into it
1: i've always liked it i've always liked it
2: Okay, I feel like if you like coffee, it's kind of a similar thing. I like, totally I mean, agree. That, minus, that makes a lot of sense. Are we going with acquired professional... taste here?
1: Is that what we're leaning into? <laughs> no, the <laughs> no,
2: professional cool. tasting classes or whatever it is that you're doing. If you like coffee, there is a community within coffee enjoyers that is like of the level of like coffee sommeliers. And that transfers over to alcohol, I feel like. So, like, once you drink some stuff that's just just what it is out of the bottle, I think you kind of come to appreciate the different changes in, like, the the the, the different things that totally. people are doing, the different tastes that you get from just the alcohol. There's something to be said for, like, making mixed drinks and enjoying them. But if you like just the base spirit, that kind of comes from, like, uh, you've tried... You know, a certain amount of them and you can once you start to be able to distinguish the differences on your own, I think you appreciate it more as like a hobby thing. Like, yeah, that said, that that if you sense. don't like this spirit, that's, you know, you don't have to like it like whatever it is, it is. Um, but you can kind of get into it as a hobby and that might be like an, a, a gateway to drinking spirits straight. would call right. that alcoholism. Well, no. But- <laughs> no. <laughs> alcohol. No, hold on. I feel alcoholics like alcoholics have like- empty bottles, and people who are, oh. I guess, alcohol enthusiasts, whatever you want to call it, have a Collectors. lot of bottles that aren't empty. <laughs> that's fair. fair. enough. Fair I enough. have, uh,
0: I have some bottles that are empty and some that aren't. So I'm kind of in the middle there. Um, well, I mean, they go I, empty eventually. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because like that's, that's the thing is like if I'm gonna buy if I'm going to buy a bottle of something and I'm going to spend, you know, like a significant amount of money on a bottle, then I want to know it's something that I like. And Mm -hmm. if I like it, I'm going to drink it. I'm not just going to let it sit on the shelf. Right. So my, my mindset is that like, I will buy one or two bottles at a time and I will drink those because I like them. And then when they're gone, I'll go buy one or two more bottles. And then when those are gone, I'll drink those. Like that's, that's how it goes. So like, uh, for example, when I went to the store earlier today, um, I was buying ingredients for my my Negroni, and mm-hmm. I was looking at gin. Uh, I'm a big bourbon guy, and I'm a big gin guy. And I bought my favorite bottle of gin, um, which is Roku. It's a Japanese gin. comes in like an octagonal bottle. Super good. Very floral. Very nice. Um, I... I bought a bottle of that. I spent some extra money on it, more than my than I wanted to. And uh, but it's sitting on my bar, and it's already open because I've been drinking Negronis.
1: Hmm.
0: So like now that it's open, I'm gonna drink it. I'm not of just course. gonna let it sit there, right? I'm not gonna buy. I'm not gonna buy another bottle until that's finished.
2: Yep. Yeah. So like... I,
0: I have a hard time establishing uh, ingredients for like you know a wide library of cocktails because I only buy things that I like. And if I like them, it's already there. Why would I go buy something else? I already like that thing. I'm going to drink that straight. Like well, drink it straight or no. I okay. mean, I'm a big fan of uh, not gin, gin. I won't drink straight gin. I'll like a uh, gin and tonic. Yeah, except I, I don't like tonic as much. So I use soda water because it's, okay. uh, it's less, it's less bitter. It's I more just, bitter. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I love tonic
0: water. I could tonic, I could probably drink tonic, tonic water straight. <laughs> tonic water has like added sugar to it. Yeah, right. I have a can of tonic water here. Let me see. What
2: see, is what is like the amount that you would spend? Um, less relevant to Bailey, I guess. A liquor that you like. A liquor? No, yeah. I expect an answer. A liquor that you like. Um, how much would you be willing to spend on one bottle of it knowing that you're going to like it and it's going to be a a good version of something you like? So, like, I like rum. Like, oh. I'm basically asking, how much would you spend on a single bottle of something that you know you're going to like? It has a good, like, taste. Um, how much do you think is worth it to spend on a single bottle of, like, liquor, I guess?
0: I think... I think it depends a lot on how much, first of all, how much you value um, having a drink you really enjoy versus having a drink you kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I think it matters. It depends a lot on, um, you know, obviously your individual financial situation. Right. For me, uh, the most I would ever be willing to spend on a bottle I knew I'd like is uh, 80 bucks. Okay. I've spent, I've spent $80 on a bottle of bourbon before and really enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and anything more than that, I feel like... So, the only thing above that... Um, because, so, I don't typically enjoy rye. Okay. Um, it's not really my thing. But there is one rye specifically that I really enjoy, Angel's Envy Rye. Very uh, good. But a bottle... It is very good. A bottle of Angel's Envy Rye runs, like, about $100, 95 to 110 somewhere in that ballpark. Um, so, I would buy that, but that's because I already know I like it. If I okay. was like taking a chance on something like like, well, it's a it's a ten year bourbon, which I have been known to enjoy a ten year bourbon, but I've never had this one before. I'll spend eighty bucks on it and try it. Okay, that's that's sort of my.
1: I went through a uh, I went through a tequila phase. Yes, and Ugh. I actually yeah I'm not big in the tequila anymore, but. I have it actually still right here. It's mostly full, but I have the classy Azul <laughs> and let's see if you can hear the bell.
2: Oh, pic- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, wow. It very fancy packaging, I see. This this bad
1: that. boy right here, I think cost this was I probably bought this like three, four years ago. And I've only drank it out of it one time. So I don't even know if it's like drink out of it right
0: now. It's already does that,
2: does that like expire? Does tequila expire? Um no, man. most alcohol is fairly shelf stable. Like if you are at the upper echelon of like sommeliers, you're probably like, well, over time it loses some of its character. <laughs> it's pretty shelf. It'll be fine as long as it's, it's got like a cork on it. Like that's the bare minimum.
0: It won't give you food
2: poisoning if that's no, what you're wondering. No, absolutely not. No, you he's can drink like a, a twenty-year-old like bottle soaked. of something as long as it's like got a cork in it and sealed properly. I, I smelt
1: this. It's uh tequila smells rough, but uh I think uh
2: four or five years ago
1: I spent. It was probably like one sixty on this. Okay. Jesus. And I mean, for tequila, it yeah, it well, holds its yeah. own. And, it, but like, I, I, yeah, I get I why people drink one. this one, but like, no,
0: nah, let's take a shot of it right now. Do it. It's already in your hand. Come on. <laughs> We're doing a booze episode.
2: It's one of those things um, where I've rum is yeah, definitely but... my most. There he goes. He's taken. a, a nice oh, shot. he looks very His unhappy. face didn't look like he enjoyed it, but he paid a lot of money for it. So I'm going to pretend he enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's got to be good. <laughs> For right. me, as a
2: person right. who is happy to drink spirits straight um, and then obviously like there's always that like how much money can you afford to spend on it? Like outside sure, of like course. being restricted by your budget there I, I i'm okay i think the most expensive bottle i bought was like maybe 160 or something around there sure. rum has the benefit of being much cheaper than like if you buy a i can i can cheap. go outside and buy a 25 year old rum for like $160 versus 25 year old can... scotch is about it varies a lot but it's like minimum $300 or more or
0: alternatively i could go out and i could i mean assuming i could find it i could get a bottle of pappy van winkle Ooh. bourbon the 24 <laughs> year pappy van winkle and that would run me about 2200 dollars
2: right yeah so i mean obviously your personal wealth is going to determine what you you literally and are willing to spend on sure. on a certain bottle is but i think like A few hundred dollars. Like, I mean, not that I'm buying $200 bottles plus worth of whatever. Right. I don't have that money right now, but I think I'd be willing to spend that. There's bottles that are like seven thousand dollars. And I'm like, oh, there's some insane shit. If I were a millionaire, I could not imagine spending seven thousand dollars on one
0: bottle of spirit. Elon Musk sell a two hundred and fifty dollar bottle of tequila.
1: Yeah. And it comes in like it's the Tesla tequila. It comes in like a lightning bolt.
2: Tesla tequila. I know it's so fucking. it's kind
1: of cool. It's kind of cool. I, uh, I think it's so him. dumb, dude. And there's an, no.
0: app, there's an app that you can connect. It comes on a special stand, right? Oh my and the gosh. bottle sits on the stand. And there's an app you can download where you can check your app and see how much tequila is left can in I the bottle. Can I summon it like that's a Tesla? Cool.
2: Like if I'm like at, that's so you know, if I'm like in the living room, can I summon it from from wherever? And for, have for, it the, r- for the place
0: that's being charged, you, you better be able to. Yeah, that's an insane <laughs> amount of money to pay. I also, I mean... I mentioned it briefly. I don't like tequila at all. Tequila instantly makes my stomach hurt. I drank a lot of it when I was in college, and I just can't do it anymore. Do you
2: like any drinks with tequila, or is if it has tequila, you're just off of
0: it? Uh, for the most part, I can't. Like, if there's tequila in it and I can taste tequila, I don't want to be a part of it.
2: Okay. For the, Pretty for hard the most to part. mask
1: the tequila, though.
2: It really it's is. It's got a very there's, distinct there's, flavor.
0: I used to like it because there was that time that me and Bailey, we went to Canada and we made friends with that bartender. Uh, bartender. This was, this was right after we we had waited to go to Canada because this was right after I'm the youngest out of our entire friend group uh, by almost a year. And so we waited until I turned 19 and then we went to Canada uh, so we could all get drunk. Uh, and we made friends with this bartender the first night we were there and then. The like next couple nights, we went into that same bar. He was there, and as soon as me and Bailey walked in, he pulled a bottle of Patron off of the shelf and set it on the counter. <laughs> we for us. we put a hurtin' on that Patron that weekend, dude. We that probably was... killed a couple <laughs> bottles of Patron, but like, that, so that was a point in my life where I could drink tequila, and I don't know what changed, but there was a certain no, it's... you know a thing. <laughs> You've that matured, happened, and I'm just <laughs> I'm mature. I'm a grown up now. I like I like a bitter cocktail now. I like <clears> adult <throat> beverages. Oh, adult beverages. Another drink that I tried over the weekend. I bought it because um, my mom's favorite beer, I w- I, like I said earlier, I went to visit my mom over the weekend, and uh, her favorite beer is Guinness.
2: Oh, and so it's I bought solid choice. It's a
0: good beer. Really, really good. Great beer. Um, and I bought a pack of Nitro Guinness cold brew coffee. Yep. Are they good? James and I were just talking about them. Dude, I drank three of them. <laughs> they're I drink three out of the four pack. they're so good it is not only is it a delicious Guinness, it is also a delicious coffee if you like a nice oh. cold brew coffee or especially mm-hmm. like a nitro cold brew so what you do is you crack you crack it uh, all Guinness comes with like a little it's like a plastic puck in the bottom of the can um, and that's what gives it the foam that it needs because uh-huh. Guinness has to have a head when you pour the beer. Oh yeah so, you crack, you crack the can and you let it sit, and it foams over the top and just pours all over. But that's part of it because that's, that releases the nitrogen to make it a, a nitro brew. Mm-hmm. And you pour it 45, you hold your glass at a 45 degree angle and pour the beer on the, down the side of the glass like you do with a Guinness. And then you let it sit and let it separate so that you have this dark ass coffee beer on the bottom and this thick layer of white foam on the top. Mm -hmm. which is the case for all Guinness, um, as it was with the Guinness coffee. And I got to tell you, it didn't give me a lot of caffeine boost. It wasn't like drinking a cup of coffee, but it was also only 4% alcohol. So it was not very strong. Um, And I drank one over the course of like, I don't know, 45 minutes or so. Just really taking my time with it. Usually I drink things a lot faster. Um, It was nice. It was delicious and it was creamy and smooth i love any sort of nitro uh nitro beers just well you can drink more beer. of them
1: too like um yeah st patty's day is coming up and i was telling james this Thanks. like i uh one of my favorite things to do for st patty's day and it's the only time i'll really do it throughout the year is irish car bombs and oh, God. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> And that's for, how I bring in St. Paddy's Day is I'll get like a six-pack of the Nitros and do six car bombs. It is what it is. Uh, but like, for, the, uh, for, the people, for
0: people listening who don't know, Bailey, what is an Irish car bomb?
1: <laughs> Irish explain, car bomb explain your shame. is an Irish car Irish car bomb is a shot of... uh I use Jameson. Bailey's... Uh, well, yeah, it's a shot of Jameson. It's an Irish whiskey you use. And then you do a shot of um like... Uh, I use Bailey Irish Creamer, and then you drop drop them both in to the glass of full of Guinness, and you just slam it. And You're supposed to slam it before like it curdles because like the dairy and the uh, oh yeah, we the, we've the Bailey's will curdle, that. and then then it's very unpleasant. And the way of the road is you just gotta you gotta slam it no matter what. So you you're kind of inclined to slam it quicker, and. Um, but yeah, no, it's they're super smooth. And like for someone who doesn't like whiskey, that's like a good whiskey drink or Picklebacks. Picklebacks are really good. too. I but love Picklebacks. Backs. I love a Pickleback.
2: <laughs> I respect the Pickleback for what it is, but it is definitely something for someone who just doesn't like whiskey. Like, Oh, that's, that's me. Fair. Because that's all it <laughs> that's is. Really. It's, it, it takes it and replaces it with pickle, which is very aggressive. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, I drank my whiskey and I had some pickle. So it was okay. That's no. fine. Like, if you love right. that, just no, know, my... know, hey, that's perfect. But like, it's it's definitely for someone who is like, if you enjoy the taste of whiskey, there's no need for a pickle bag. Oh, basically. right. Yeah. At my
0: at my last job, uh, I was working at the sushi restaurant and we would go we'd go to the bar. Like, unfortunately, we'd go to the bar most nights. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there was there was one time specifically where one of the servers got a really big tip. Um And he took the whole kitchen staff And all the other servers out uh, We always go to the same bar And we went out and he bought a round of picklebacks For everybody And so there were 13 of us So we had oh. to use 13 shot glasses for the Jameson and then 13 So a pickleback is basically you take a shot of whiskey And then you take a shot of pickle juice To chase it So we used 26 shot glasses to, <laughs> For the whole table and they, they let him, because he's, he's like a server and he was talking to these guys and he's friends with the bartender, he carried these shot glasses over, everybody takes a shot, and he's like, alright, I need all of these back because the bar has no more shot glasses. So we cleared them out of shot glasses to do pickle bags. <laughs> Which was, that was the last time I did a pickleback, but, um, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's, a good, it's a good drink, it is, I like a pickle bag. Yeah. You know, I never, I never think of pickle juice as something that I would want to drink just on its own. Um, but as a chaser, are you
2: generally like more of a, I want some shots of something person, or do I want like a, a mixed drink or a cocktail of something?
0: Hmm. I'll usually order. So when I go out to like a nice restaurant, I'll get two cocktails. Okay. I'll order, I'll order two cocktails throughout my course, uh, at, at dinner. If I'm going out with Heather, uh, and we're going to like, like there's a restaurant right down the street that we really like, it's like a, you know, like a bar, like a pub-type restaurant. I would prefer, sometimes we'll go there and we'll get a shot and then get a drink and then that'll be it. Okay. Um, typically, typically I don't prefer taking shots uh, unless I am... Hit em. <laughs> unless my goal... Yeah, unless my goal is to be not sober, I'll take a shot. Right. <laughs> Yeah, right the now. The American right way. Now, yeah, right. Like <laughs> I, I fall into that fast-paced American
2: lifestyle where like I gotta drink fast. Otherwise, I, it's a waste. I don't mind you know I mean? a shot. I like the more, um, I don't know, more creative shots that are like trying to like look at this fun flavor we made or something. I don't drink normally just to get drunk as fast as possible. I like to have something that I like. Um, so that's more often like a mixed drink or in some cases it's just drinking the the spirit by itself. Um, mm-hmm. But I think shots are really fun because like you can make some kind of interesting flavors with seemingly random ingredients. Like I had a shot that was like, what is it? A shot of amaretto, I think, inside Ooh. of a like Corona or something. And it makes like a almost a dr pepper taste and like that's kind of fun that's like, fun love, if you want I to take it but
1: i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't consider that a shot though that's more of like a mixed drink i would even venture and... off say just because like you're still drinking if you're a whole drink corona
2: less than three seconds i would call it a shot <laughs> and that's,
0: that's fair that's how if you can was drink presented it in one to me. <laughs> you pick up the glass and then Whoa. if you pick up the glass and you set it down and it's empty that's a yeah. shot yeah. well i yeah. can shine uh, a beer in under two seconds is that like that's that's a shot. Would, you're taking a shot of beer.
2: I would say yeah, as far as I I would call you I I would say that you're taking a shot versus drinking a beer if yeah. you were shotgunning a beer. Different. I would say you're taking uh, like a bunch of beer all at once. That's like a shot of like a big <laughs> shot of beer obviously. Shotgunning a beer right. is kind of a weird thing, but it's it's closer to drinking a a whole beer versus when, like versus um just taking uh i don't know where i'm going with this
0: taking yeah, taking right. a shot yeah it's, right. it's yeah. different because you're because you're still consuming 12 ounces of you're fluid. doing
2: it in a very rapid fashion whereas yeah. if you're drinking yeah. something casually you're taking a sip setting it down coming back taking to your it. time sure yeah shotgun it's, ti- it's,
0: it's, yeah. it's all about it's all about time which doesn't exist uh have you guys ever done a green tea
2: shot a green tea shot. It might be my uh, favorite. My favorite shot of so. all
0: time. I know yep. it's the only shot that I can get Heather to do when we go out to the bar is a green tea it's a shot. Good.
1: They're pretty good.
0: Uh it's it's Jameson, Peach Schnapps, Sour Mix, and um like Sprite or Seven Up or something. Tastes along like green that green tea. Line. <laughs> uh, it doesn't taste like green tea, but it is very good. They're nice like nice and sweet. You, you don't think mellow. it tastes similar
1: in any Oh boy.
2: Oh oh. We lost them. Uh, no,
1: I'm here. Um, oh, you don't think it tastes like uh, green uh, tea in yeah. any facet?
2: I don't really. I don't. haven't had one, so I can't compare. But Wes, Wes knows.
1: Run it.
0: What with 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 <laughs> a green tea shot?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I
0: don't. I don't think it tastes like green tea. I don't think. Uh, I think green tea like matcha has this like specific mm. note that you can't really replicate. Um, and I mean the green tea shot is like. All peach and whiskey, basically. I guess so I guess
1: the green tea I'm looking at is I'm not I wasn't thinking like matcha in a sense. Um which I did try matcha for the first time today. Um Leah, good. Leah got like a matcha lemonade from Starbucks today and it was pretty good. But um I was more or less thinking like those. Lipton, uh, green tea bottles. You know, you can get. I think it's tastes oh, more sure. like that, not like the matcha yeah, sense, little, but
0: it's like a little sweeter. Like a yeah, little it's like more uh,
1: like maybe a little more artificially, but like that's yeah. what I lean towards when it when I think of like green tea in a sense. I guess I didn't like think of matcha. I guess, but
0: matcha. I mean, that's just always what I think of when I think of green tea is matcha. Um, is matcha just,
2: just like a really condensed green tea, or like what exactly? It's, it's like separates it, so, it
0: from the rest. It's that's matcha is like uh, regular green tea. Like when you say green tea, typically people mean matcha. Uh, it's a Japanese type of tea. It's a very relaxing, low caffeine, um, super mellow, earthy tea.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: typically, uh, an Americanized matcha would be, or an Americanized green tea would be a lot more sweet um, right. and a lot more like syrupy. Less, it like backs off of the sort of earthy. Uh, robust note that comes from matcha, mm-hmm. um, but if you eat like like a lot of matcha candy or a lot of green tea candy, has that that earthy note still? Uh, yeah, Bailey, uh, <laughs> what is that? You sent an emoji to the. I was replying to, to Matthew. I was replying to Matthew. Applying to Matthew. All right. Well. <laughs> oh, uh... God. Well, you guys to... like I'm so far ahead. Yeah, you guys. What I call it? <laughs> you guys. What I call it? Quits. I'm down to keep. Oh, I mean, a I mean, I special keep guest going.
1: Heather.
0: Special oh. guest Heather.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: she's grabbing her bottle of wine out of the fridge. Let's oh, we we go it.
2: as long as we want. This There's... to go. I'm just. saying we wrap, because, uh, let's wrap up. the rest episode. of that drink was aggressive. And... Yeah, I can
1: imagine. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap to... this
2: one up.
0: I'd be down to wrap it up, and then maybe we'll keep talking and hanging out after. Yeah,
1: but. All right, everybody, this was the first episode of Mixology with Wes, Bailey, well, Wes, James, and myself. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to do these once a month. Uh, we're going to, I don't know, next time I think we should make, uh, we'll have each other make a certain cocktail or whatnot, we'll figure it out. That would be cool. I can come up with some crazy stuff. Yeah, we I can, can do something you, fun. But... We can do something fun. All right, um, yeah. Uh, follow me on tiktok at weird eats uh, Be sure to leave a uh, What was it review Listen whatever you want to call it On spotify <laughs> yeah, both of uh, Be sure to email us at dinner for breakfast Podcast
2: at gmail.com um, Please yeah. Send in some submissions let us know What we're doing right or what we're doing wrong We want to improve Please. we want to Want to make a good show for you and that's also Fun for us so yeah feel Free to Send us suggestions or, or any comments you have.
1: This was a good one, boys. This is a very, uh, a
0: very fun episode. I still have a lot of cocktail to finish. I don't. <laughs> but, well, better make another one because we're going to keep hanging out. All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Take it easy, guys.